episode 305. Thank you all for listening to episode 304, Money in the Beef, the tale of Brock the Butcher's tale. I am Mantis Toboggan, MD, here with my co-host. Brock Lesnar's rat tail. Cody Shaw, Tony and Law. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Wear Clothing, the first sponsor of Over the Line Sports Podcast. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Sports Podcast. He will hook you up with a merchandise deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo surrounding areas and not. Blaine, Minnesota. Is that where AEW is? Uh, no, that's where the golf tournament is this week. Oh. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah, AEW's probably in what, Jacksonville or some other shitty city? Someone was wearing a Cowboys uh, shirt, so I'm going to assume Dallas or Houston, somewhere around there. Oh, yeah, they were they were down there for a little leg going on because uh, one of the guys I know was down there when they were in Houston last week. Yeah, I was about to say it was Houston, wasn't it, last week? Yep. All right. Well, thank you, Sean. Get in touch with him for all of your landscaping and mowing needs. And of course, he can haul stuff away for you if you have that. Fall cleanup will be coming up in uh, September. So get in touch with him. Get on the schedule now, and he will hook you up with a deal mentioned over the Line Sports podcast. Thank you to Sparty Steve, biggest supporter of the show. Thanks for all you do. And sorry you didn't make the show and hasn't been on in a while. But he was there for episode 300 in support of uh, his big donation to the podcast and the wonderful venue, the wonderful food. Thank you again, Sparty Steve. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. You know the drill by now. Amazon.com. Dating sucks, but you don't. Get out to datingtransformation.com. We know you need some help. So you got to get that consultation from Connell. He's going to hook you up, but make sure you get the book and read that first. Dating sucks, but you don't. Datingtransformation.com. All right. So um, we had a lot of stuff happen in the past couple weeks or past week. I mean, I was in Florida for a week, uh, left the day after the show, got back today, actually. So I know a lot happened. I didn't get to see a bunch of it, but I know a lot of you guys did. I actually watched golf when I woke up at five in the morning on one of the days. First day, the first night I was there, I think Friday morning or Saturday morning, I woke up. I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to watch golf. Bear, you want to tell us what happened at the uh, the Open? Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a great tournament. Um, probably the best weather you're ever going to have for um, uh, Open Championship ever. Sunny every day, uh, very minimal wind, no rain. What actually um, Sunday was the hottest day they had there in like 25 years or something. It was uh, 82 degrees over there in England, which they don't get that kind of heat. Um, they actually had a heat advisory for 82 degrees. So holy shit, Sean Kemp is fat. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so um, yeah, fantastic. Louis led the first three rounds and um, ended up shooting a 71 on. On a Sunday when we had three guys shoot 66, Rom, Spieth, and Morikawa, and, and Morikawa put it away. Um, he just – just too good, man. Um, too too icy. There was um, only, I think, three guys who shot in the 60s all four rounds. Oh, God damn. It was one. Spieth, who was two, and then uh, Mackenzie Hughes, who was tied six. But um, yeah, the those are the guys who were up there shot 60 every but yeah, Morikawa came away with it for his second major, 24 years old. He's won the PGA and now has won the Open Championship. Most likely will probably be a favorite or uh, one of the top five favorites here at the Masters coming up, which is the next major in like 200 days, unfortunately. <laughs> kind of breaks my heart anyways. I got denied for Masters tickets again to, uh, this morning. So tradition unlike any other, me not getting Masters tickets. So we'll how many tickets do they, how many tickets do they sell by the way, or not sell, but in the lottery, you don't have to pay for them. Do you in the lottery? You do. If you, you just have to be picked oh, okay. <laughs> is, is the problem. So I don't know how many they, how many they pick to be honest with you, 40,000 people, maybe something like that, but there's probably millions and millions signing up. Um, so yeah, one of these days, probably when I'm like 88 and I'll, get to that point and I'll die right before I go because you know that's that's just my luck. Do we know how many people you're allowed to take? 
I mean, you can, so when you put in for the tickets, you can do um, two practice round tickets or no, sorry, four practice round tickets Monday through Wednesday, and then only two, um, two uh, normal round Thursday through Sunday tickets. Well, you they do that Saturday, Sunday, right? <laughs> well, they do that a lot. So, you know, there's a lot of, and this is my thing is they do that for the people who, you know, scalpers and whatnot. They don't, they don't like that. That's why they try to do it this way, but you're still getting scalpers who are going to win, you know, who are going to win tickets. So you got to put in what you want and then you got to pay for them right there. So if you get picked, but still haven't gotten that yet, we'll get there one of these days. But, um, but yeah, for, for us, at least on the, uh, the golf end of things, we had some pretty good picks last week. We all took big dogs, really. Uh, Gray, you were, you were worst with uh, Justin Thomas shooting a one under 40th. Rom after at one point, being five over, making his way to two over, and then I'm sorry, one over in the first round, and then shooting 64, 68, 66 to get himself into a tie for third. It's good by Dub Cody with Brooks has sixth. Um, he had a you know, he had a promising, promising start. Um, he was only two off the lead, uh, coming into Saturday and, and shot a two over 72, which kind of killed him, and then comes back and shoots a 65 to get himself into contention. Um, and then I had DJ. Um, up and down week, same thing. He was he was one off the lead on uh, on Saturday and shoots a 73, came back with a 67, finished tight eighth. So there was definitely uh, definitely strokes had out there, especially for Brooks. Spieth, he lost a few out there as well. Um, kind of had two bad holes on Saturday, a 17 and 18, where he bogeyed both of them being in the middle of the fairway. And actually on 18, I think he missed a two-foot putt for par just kind of rushing around, um, which could have at least gotten him into a playoff with Morikawa because he played very well on Sunday as well. But it was good. It was good to see those guys up there. Um, and it was a it was a great tournament. So it was a good one this week, though, on to the 3M Open, the TPC Twin Cities in Blaine, Minnesota. Um, this is only the third time they're going to be playing this course. Played last year and played in 2019. Those are the only two. Michael Thompson won this last year, and Matthew Wolf won this in 2019. Um, so this week looks like uh, looks like Gray and, and Dub are going to be uh, not not gaining anything on each other. They're both picking Louie. I'm going with Tony Finau. Finau has like a tied 23rd, and he was tied third last year. Um, had a good had a good round at the. Um, or had a good tournament for the open finish tied 15th. So hopefully Finau can get up there and hopefully Louie misses the cut after his letdown need to catch up to dub because he's running away with it with uh, six weeks left to go. Yeah. And I, I didn't even notice he took Louie. I was just looking at the odds. I'm like, well, I haven't taken Louie yet. He's been playing well the past few weeks. So I'm sorry. You're going to miss the cut this week, Louie. <laughs> I'm surprised he's playing, honestly. Same thing with DJ. DJ's playing. I'm I'm surprised he's playing. Um, you know, it's a long flight back, man. Get this tournament, but FedEx Cup coming up. And I don't know if um, I'd have to look, but I don't know if Louie or DJ, two of the bigger names in this, are playing um in the Olympics. So I would assume probably not if they're playing this week, which is probably why they are. Because I'm assuming most people who are taking this week off are going to go play in the Olympics if they even occur this week with all the COVID. Yeah, no shit. In Japan and and how do you are you familiar with how the how golf works at the Olympics? Yeah, so every every golfer there plays four rounds and they go by aggregate. So as they get their best four rounds and they start playing each other, and that's how you pretty much get to the gold medal games and all that. So everyone's going to play four rounds. And that fourth round is really going to be your that's that's the round where you're going to get your your top three. But there's still going to be placing. So we're going to we're going to pick some gophers for that one. I think there's I don't know, there's probably like 108 people. I mean, someone could legitimately get like 108. This could change it all. Could be some fun. So oh, because there's no missed cuts. The uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they just like I said, it's by score. So if you pick the guy who <laughs> who finishes dead last uh yeah you might get a 108 
this could be what uh, what catches us back up with old uh, Dubzilla there. So oh, yeah. I better just take my guy now. Then got to use him at some point. So I'll just put him in now. When is, when's it start? This week? Or no? Is it next, early next week? Yeah, I don't know the exact day. Um, uh, let me look it up here and see exactly. Oh, here we go. 28th. So next Wednesday at 630. There you go. Um, let's see here. Watching golf at 630 p.m. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be... It'll be interesting. Um, I mean, you can take mine off because I went with Morikawa as well. For, of course you did. <laughs> for, I, hope, uh, I hope we gain on Dub. I don't know. Has he even taken Morikawa yet? I don't think he has. No. So he's not, he's still, yeah. still can take him. <laughs> I'll send a message to him. Who's your Olympic pick? There you go. Get him with it. He'll say more account. and I'll be like, yeah, so it consists of 72 hole individual stroke play, four rounds over four days. Scores are cumulative from round to round. Player with the lowest aggregate score wins. So there you go. That's how you're going to get them. And I want to see if they have, I want to see if they have, uh, I don't know if they have all the golfers. Yeah, well, while, while you're looking at that, Cody, who you got for the 3M Open in Blaine, Minnesota? I'm going to go with uh, three Maddie, 3M Maddie Wolf. I don't think you've taken him, right? I don't think so. Okay, so there's only 60 people playing, so I guess it's not 108. Damn. Well, that's shitty. So worse will be 60th. You can finish. But um, yeah, damn right. I want the finals car. Stupid ass ads. Yeah. Uh, and then Cody, who do you want for the Olympics? Uh, man, I got to look up and see who playing in the Olympics. I would take, I would take you Diane Maine. He's the sixth, 60th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So top top down, you got Rom, who's playing for Spain, Thomas Morikawa, Shafle, Bryson, Rory, Hov, you got Victor Hovland. Is Matsuyama. it one person? Sorry, is it one person per country? By the way, uh, no, I, they just did top sixty, I think, in the world. Oh, okay. Who, I, th- I I think in those, but I think at least you get at least one in the countries that wanted to play. So. I think you had to be in a certain thing for your country. I don't know why the United States gets four. I, that I don't know. But, yes, there's a lot of other ones out here. USA. USA. It's because we the U.S. That's how we do things. Big and bold. And if ain't enough room, we make room. <laughs> Build them up. Build them up. We're taking all the medals. Right, claiming eminent domain on the golf courses in in Japan. Yeah. You want me? To, you, you want me to keep naming people off for you, Cody? Or you got this? No, I'm looking. I found it. You got Abraham um, Answer, Victor Hovland, Jazz, Jana, Wada, Wada, Rana, Ananaud. I mean, if you um, have Hideki, that's his country. Yeah, Matsuyama. Yeah. Nah, Cody. No. Let's see. Colin's not even on this list. Why ain't he on there? He's number three. Oh, I'm looking at so I, I'm on the Olympics website page. He's not even on here. Uh, Olympic golf. You know what? I you know I, somebody's gonna have to start mending fences and rebuilding bridges with our uh, our friends and and over in Japan. So you know I'm gonna go with uh. Rikuya Hoshino. Who? That's right. Huh? Rikuya Hoshino. Hoshino. Can you, can you spell that? R I K U Y A H O S H I N O. Country of origin? Japan. 
Rikoyo Hoshino. Hoshino. Yeah, man. I got somebody from this. One of us has to build uh, men defenses when our brother's use, back in Japan. Can, can you, you use, use it in a sentence? sentence? Yeah. <laughs> Who's using it in a sentence? Rikuya Hoshino is going for the gold in Tokyo. <laughs> Mofo. Right, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Goddamn, Sean Kemp is fat. He just did well at the open. He was plus six. Missed the cut. So he's... Worried about the Olympics, man. At the US at the US Open, he finished twenty-sixth. PGA championship, he missed the cut. He was fifteen over. He's more worried about the Olympics, man. You gotta go home. He only plays in these things. Why is that, Bear? What's that? Why is he only in like the major championships? He probably plays European tour or something like that. Current tour, oh Japan golf tour and Asian tour. There you go. Yeah. Maybe it's not a bad pick, Cody. He's he's 25, but he looks like he's about 45. Hey, man. I told you, I got a man. I'm a man of fences with our people in Japan. Played full. He plays full time on the Japan Golf Tour since 2017, and he's won five times on the tour. Hey, there we go. All right, Cody, men and fences over here. Right, right. Man. Good luck, Cody. Out. I just ordered my daughter some Hello Kitty. Uh, oh, <laughs> man. You know, my, my son my son been watching Dragon Ball Z a lot. There goes that. We were so hey, close. We, we were so we close. We're going to get back right. Get it right. Get it tight. Man, what's the other one? Uh, what's the other one? Gundam Wing or whatever? Project Gundam, whoever. Gundam oh, style. Yeah, man. Been watching the Gundam. Uh, so, what about NASCAR, Bear? Oh, uh, where they race? New Hampshire? Eric, Eric Amarola? Yeah, After Disruption. They, uh, after a uh, rain delay and then a um, then a uh, what eleven lap cutoff or something like that, I guess they couldn't race or eight more laps or whatever it was they couldn't race because of the darkness, which I kind of found hilarious. I'm like, you guys telling me that you're running you're running laps at uh, 32 seconds a lap and eight four more minutes is really going to screw up the darkness from what it is now to then. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I know. But it's okay to run them in the rain. Yeah, it's okay to do that. But, nope, can't be, can't be, uh, can't be running when it's dark out. God forbid we put some headlights on these cars. But, yeah, Amarola flipping up the whole thing. A lot of people for Bella, at least the Harvicks and Hamlins of the world, Needing Christopher Bell to come back and win and not let Amarola do that. Austin Dillon's the guys on the bubble. So, big win, man. Amarola's in the playoffs, so there it is. It's really going to shake it up. And then we got a two-week break until uh, with the Olympics, so we got no NASCAR until August 8th. A few yep. of the picks in, but... Yeah, um, those could change, though. Um, yeah, and our NASCAR picks are still stellarly shitty. We uh, still don't have a uh, top 10. Well, a single digit, I should say. Hamlin, I had the best with 10. Uh, Matty D with an 11th. Cole Custer with a 14th. Ryan Priest with a 22nd. And uh, Parrott, since Kyle Busch crashed for the rain, couldn't. He already picked Kyle Busch. So we had to go with uh, James last place his son. Finished 36th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. And then... Uh... You know, the big, you know, worst kept secret in NASCAR. Oh, Chavo. Hmm. Worst kept secret in NASCAR with uh, old uh, Brad Keselowski going over to Roush to be a part owner. Roush Fenway Keselowski, I guess. 
going to be driving the number six. So that means Ryan Newman is out of the number six. Newman. Newman. So he's looking for a ride. Matt DiBenedetto is looking for a ride. Now that Cindric's going to the two, Harrison Burton's going to be taking over at Woods Brothers. Which I was like, damn, man. They did not want DiBenedetto back because they had they had uh, Cindric in there. And then when Brad left, they're like, no, nope, we'll put Cindric in the two. And now Harrison Burton goes into the uh, into the Woods Brothers car. And, and Steve Letarte, old Steve Letarte, said on DiBenedetto, winners get hired. So got to win a race, my friend. I like him. I mean, we're there when his almost victory that Denny Hamlin came and won. But yeah. Yep, he had it, but yeah, I mean, he. I think he's gonna find a team. I think he will. I really do. I just don't know where he goes. You know, you got to think of these teams that have charters, and like who's going where. Like he's still got Kurt Busch out there. He might retire. We don't know. Newman, same thing. To Benedetto. I mean, it's just it's like fuck. Who has openings anymore? Yeah, I mean, does. Um, you know, Jordan Hamlin opened up another spot. I mean, Hamlin's still racing for Gibbs, so all, yeah, they got is Bubba. All, they, all they have is Bubba, so why not open up another car, you know? NASCAR used to race with 43, man. They're down to 37 some days. They got 40 some days, so cars yeah, can be added. Yeah, they just got to pay that charter fee, man, $10 million for a charter. Yeah, you don't think Hamlin and Jordan can afford that? Oh, they can do it easily. If and and that's if they even you know that's if they even want them. They may not, but I'm just saying there's teams out there that could pay it and could get it. Like Hendrick isn't going to. They already got four guys. They don't need to do that. But I mean, a, a startup team like a startup team like Jordan Hamlin, when Hamlin can still make money racing for Gibbs and still make money with Bubba, why not put Matty D in there? Right. Good teammates, Matty D and Bubba like each other. They're buddies. There would be, I think that would be a match made in heaven right there. That would be smart for Hamlin. So who knows? They may. Um, but I can I can talk with someone else's money. That's easy for me to say. Right. So it'll be interesting. But I, I watch Matty Matty D's gonna win a race. Watch. I hope he does. He's got a few to do it. What he's got? Uh, he can do it at the Glen. The Brickyard Road Course, MIS, or Daytona? Yeah, to get into the playoffs. I mean, he's still got – technically, he's still got 14 more races until the end. He can still win. I hope he fucking wins. I hope he wins. I hope somebody else that's not in the playoff wins and knocks some of these other motherfuckers out. You knock out Hamlin and Harvick, that would be crazy. Yeah, I, I just think it's too hard to knock them out at this point. Because what do we got? How many they different winners? Win. They got to win. Yeah, how many different winners do we have? Uh, 11, I think. Yeah, so they're they're essentially good if we get repeat winners in the next two. Yeah, I mean, that's all they need. You got to win or you got to get a repeat. But, I mean, you got to – let's just assume you're going to have one of these road course guys win, right? So let's assume it'll be probably Elliot, Truex, even Bell, right? So there you go. All of them have won. doesn't matter. Then you got a Brickyard race. Oh, yeah, by the way, road course. So we got to assume another road course guy wins. And Almondinger, even if he wins, he can't get into the playoffs. So if he comes in with steals one, he hasn't raced enough, so it won't matter. So well, no, he, he can't get in because all his points go to Xfinity. He's that's what I'm saying. He's, he hasn't yeah. raced enough in Cup, so it won't matter. He can yeah. win because he, so. he he doesn't even get points for Cup. He can't because he's an Xfinity driver. Right, and that's what I'm saying. So it won't. Yeah, matter. you're right. So now that but, but if your, Anthony Alfredo wins a race, he can Anthony get Alfredo. in. Anthony Alfredo ain't winning a fucking race, especially a road <laughs> course. He's he's got to get past, he's got to get past twenty fifth place. How about that? Well, so, any what's wild is any of the guys there that race like normally, like so Balicki, Davidson, Quinhoff, and anybody else can't. Um, but like Lejoy, Alfredo, they ain't winning. Custer could easily come in and win. Like he's one of those guys that could win a race. I don't know. I mean, yeah, Daytona. That would be it. <laughs> Priest, he could win Daytona. Yeah. Definitely. He finished, uh, what, sixth, I think, in, yeah. in the first Chase, race of the year. Chase Briscoe could win. Suarez could win a road course. Any of this shit's possible. Well, absolutely. It'll be absolutely. interesting. Because right now, what do we, it looks like we got, uh, I think, hold on. I'm, I'm looking at the stuff right now. So let me go by wins. We have 
uh, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 different winners. <laughs> Shit. So you get two more guys that are not in there that aren't Hamlin or Harvick. One of them's out. Yeah. That's and, fucking nuts. And that's that's the whole thing is, I mean, the problem is, is the next three courses that they have are going to be tough because at Michigan, I mean. Hamlin dominates at Michigan. Michigan is a Michigan is a track for the for the for the big dogs. Yep. Those guys, those guys and these other teams just aren't fast enough to race Michigan. They're just not. So that's going to be, yeah, that's going to be a Hamlin. That's going to be a Bowman. That's going to be, uh, you know, one of those guys, right? Because Hendrick races well on the two milers. Um, Hendrick forever dominated California. Michigan is, you know, the sister of California. So, you know, you got those guys. So most likely, unless it's a, I mean, unless it's a, a, a rain one, right? Let's maybe someone gambles and it rains and the race is called because they've raced 108 laps. I mean, <laughs> Crazy shit happens, especially this year. So this would be the one year I wouldn't be surprised if something like that crazy happens, but I don't know. I don't quite see it. I just was shocked as how great Amarola's car was at New Hampshire. It was like, where's that been all year? But you go back and look at the end of the day, Amarola has gotten in so many wrecks that were not caused by him. He just had bad luck this year. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. So the the most DNFs in NASCAR this year of the main guys, not these other like Stenhouse has four, Priest has four, LaJoy has four. Those those type of guys. Quinn Hoff has seven. You know, not guys like that, but your main guys that are in the top top. Now I guess I could say twenty in points, and you could even go fucking top twenty five, or no top twenty. Let's go top twenty. The highest DNFs is three, Kurt Busch, and then fucking Almarola has five. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, most of them not caused by him. I don't think any of them were caused by him. No, he unfortunately has just had bad luck this year. So it's just, but he got that win. That's what he needed. That's it. That was all he needed. So that's a good thing. It's a great thing. And yeah, it could, it could definitely, I mean, hell, Bubba could come in and win. I mean, <laughs> you never know, man. Bubba could run through and win Daytona. He could win Daytona. I mean, he's strong at Daytona. We'll see. How funny would that be? Let's say we get another two different winners and Hamlin's sitting, he's the last guy on the bubble and the dude whose car he runs knocks him out. I mean, wouldn't that be nuts? There's a lot of interesting storylines, but we'll get there in a couple of weeks. So we don't need to, not too much NASCAR talk here for the next couple of weeks. Well, we got it. We'll get back to it. Right now, if the if the playoffs started today, Larson would be your one, and he'd be 19 points ahead of the two. So, but as we know, I mean, all it takes is one wreck, and you're fucked. Like, but fortunately for somebody like him that's that far ahead, he could wreck, and he would still be the worst he would go after that race as long as he started. Even if he finished last, he'd only drop to 10th in points. Like, you know, out of 16. That's how far ahead he is. And I mean, the first two tracks, um, the first two tracks are tracks where he can easily dominate. I mean, we're talking mile and a half for Darlington and Richmond. And that's where that's even. Yeah. And then Bristol, he runs well, too. Unless there's dirt on it. Then he don't run like fucking dick. Yeah, he should. But then, you know, all Ross Chastain, my buddy. (laughs) Fucker. Ross Chastain piece of trash fuck he could win he could <laughs> he's got the car sometimes we'll see mm. but um anyway that's all we got for nascar for now all right so going into some other fun stuff i guess we could say fun nba finals we got a champ and um yeah old Old sleepy old coach there uh, pulled something out of his ass. Oh, yeah, hey, uh, we're going to run solo ball with Giannis because the Suns aren't going to pull him at all. It's great, great strategy. Yeah. Oh, hey, Giannis, I forgot. You are seven foot tall, and you're uh, too fast for uh, the other team's uh, big man. Yeah, let's just uh, give you the ball and make sure you get a running start before the foul line. Yep. Every time, every time. Oh, and the sad part is people are going to be trying to mimic the coaching style of Boonhoser. 
<laughs> oh shit. It's oh, yeah. it's gonna be I mean yeah, they probably will. And you gotta give him a little bit of credit because he had to make those adjustments. He had to after after the first two. Gotta give him a gotta give him a little credit. But yeah, I mean they did what they should have been doing the whole time. And yeah. middle and middle tank. Brooke Lopez played well. I mean, they did what they needed to do. And then Phoenix played sloppy as shit. Yeah, I don't know what happened. That uh that uh, all fundamental bullshit got away from him really quick, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know like what they stopped. They stop passing the ball. The ball stopped moving. Next thing you know, they're playing ISO ball. Mm-hmm. What exactly what they don't have because if Devin Booker ain't hot, can shoot the ball on that team, and we saw it. Right. We saw it. So yeah, I mean, good for Milwaukee though, man. Yeah, I can't can't bash them for what is it? Forty nine years, I think, since they've won. So good for them. Yeah. Giannis brought it home. I saw a stat last time that uh, last time Milwaukee won in '71, who won the Super Bowl that year? That sounds like something. Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, hey! I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. Go find yourself a running back. You want to talk some smack? (laughs) Oh man. All right, we'll get one. Pick up Frank Gore. (laughs) But yeah, so hockey's over, basketball's over. We uh, this is this is that time right now. This is the this is the lull of the year here. (laughs) Yeah, we should probably do a baseball preview sometime soon. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) The uh. Uh, by the way, Seattle just took uh, Mark Giordano, who was the Calgary Flames captain. I mean, granted, he's old as dirt. Isn't that the dude that makes chocolates? Giordano chocolates? No, that's the pizza in Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was confused, too. I was going to say, oh, man, the missus loves those chocolates. <laughs> what are those? Giordelli? 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 Okay. Yeah. Is it? Is it? I think it's Ghirardelli. I think you're. I think you're right. It's something like that. Yeah, Ghirardelli chocolates. Uh, Ghirardelli square. Some overpriced motherfucking chocolates. Yeah. Right. I only see ever at Christmas time and no other time. It's a good business. They probably give them away or sell them at the Hallmark store for ten dollars a square. You get a whole bar if you buy like three Christmas cards <laughs> <laughs> at five dollars a piece. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So finals are over. Uh, like we said, the Seattle Krakens team is coming into place. They'll probably make some trades too. Wouldn't be surprised. Uh, that that's going to be happening. MLB. Anything fun happening in the MLB? Unlikely. Yeah, no. I know. Uh, did, we, did we mention Acuna got you know tore his ACL last week? No, did we mention tore that? His ACL. that was two weeks ago. Yeah, that was before the All Star break. Did we mention yeah. it? I can't remember if we yeah. mentioned it or not. Yeah, the only the only worthwhile news I saw was um, you know typical dumbass Yankees fans being dumbass Yankees oh, fans. God, so yeah, idiots being being typical. Didn't they spit on a fucking nine year old or some shit? No, they threw a baseball. At no, the, I knew uh, that. No, no. And then another one spat on a nine-year-old. Oh, well, that's typical for New York. That's I, I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about the baseball. It's Red Sox players. Assault. Yeah. I'm talking about assault of another human being. I mean, spitting on a kid, he probably deserved it, honestly. But <laughs> there's a lot of kids that deserve it. But yeah, I know. I mean, just but no, it's not even that. I, I don't care what team it is. I was just being a dick. Um but right, seriously, right. baseball is somebody's not not cool. Well, what well what happened? I mean, it, did COVID just keep everyone cooped up for so long? Everyone thinks they're a hard ass now because they just played on the internet for the last year. Like, I, I just I don't get it. And it's not it's not just that, right? This has happened now in baseball. This has happened, you know, in golf. We've seen it. We've seen streakers here in soccer. You've seen people just trying to rush. I mean, I I don't know what's going on. 
security's yeah, lacking. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck's happening, but I think a lot of people think they can get away with shit, man. We need another we need another malice at the palace. That's what we need. We need another one. We need some more fans that think they're entitled and think they could just do whatever they feel like with no repercussion and just have the the fire just smacked out of them, man. You know what they like they like to call it the some of these fans need to feel the right hand of God. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm down with it because yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on. It's just more and more recently. Yeah. And I think like, we just need to instead of arresting these people, don't arrest them. No, don't don't arrest them. You know how most arenas and stadiums have like holding cells? Um, you know, for unruly fans, at least until like the cops get there, mm-hmm. you know, throw them in that holding cell and, uh, you know, just give whatever they did. Say you threw a baseball at Verdugo. Okay, fine. How about you meet my buddy, Mr. Verdugo after the game? You guys can have a little chit chat in the holding cell and talk about what happened. They need to treat them like uh, old school wrestling when they jump into the ring. Right. Just stomp them out. Mm-hmm. Let them let them have their deal. Let them have their day. Yeah, you yeah, want other, to other than that, baseball is uh yeah still been boring. Yeah, probably still another hundred and forty two games to go. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think it would be so bad if the people commentating baseball weren't shitting on it ninety eight percent of the time. I mean, you think of all, like, I mean, you think the national game of the week or even in the playoffs, you have guys like Ron Darling and John Smoltz, you know, just, you know, shitting on all the new guys and and all, like, the celebrations and, and everything else they do, you know, the things that make baseball remotely exciting to, mm-hmm. you know, people that don't, you know, love the game and watch it anyway, either way, you know, the, the type of shit that'll make the game grow. Yeah. Why don't we get rid of, you know, Smoltz and, and Darling and and uh, Bob, Bob Brindley, you know, stop letting these people, you know, call games. Get, get somebody remotely excited or exciting to watch the game. I mean, you think football, uh, I don't know, football you have what? I mean, you got Tony Romo now. He's always excited. Collinsworth and Michaels uh, are good. I mean, they're not yeah. – people yeah. don't like Collinsworth, but I think he's fine. Uh, he's come around. He, yeah, people just don't like him going, well, and here's a guy. Like, everyone has that. That's his line. That's right. his line. Like, that's his thing, yeah. I mean, and he's it. come around, too. He used to shit on a lot of your younger players, too. But, yeah, a lot of these guys, right, I, I agree with you. You just got these old-timers in here who think this is still, you know – old school baseball well it's not anymore right. we're about no. we're about 10 years and a new generation away from unwritten rules being a thing of the past yeah let's hope and it's funny because you know a lot of the the guys now in baseball are around during you know the the quote-unquote steroid era and you know they weren't complaining when they were cashing those you know big checks because everybody was hitting home runs and people were watching the game and, and, you know, everybody was talking about baseball. Mm-hmm. It was the only time it mattered in the last 30 years. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they still hold the whole Pete Rose gambling thing out there. Cause it's the only thing that keeps people interested. Yeah. yeah. Every year. I want to talk about baseball. And how sad is that? Nobody cares to talk about the Hall of Fame unless, you know, is it is Pete getting in or not? Yep. Because you got a whole bunch of crotchety-ass old baseball writers who don't want to vote anybody in. Yeah. It's just it's crazy, man. And then even in the NBA, I mean, what? I think probably the oldest – I mean, Marv Albert was probably the oldest commentator. But at the same time, like, people were excited – like Marv Albert got you excited to watch the game. Yeah, Marv Albert is probably, I mean, in my opinion, I think he's the best basketball announcer of all time. At least, you know, my generation of what I've heard. Like, people shit on Mike Breen. I like Mike Breen. 
I like Mike Breen, man. People shit on him all the time for no reason. I would say that's just hate. That's all that is. That's just hate. Because Mike Breen is good. Now, if you wanted to have like a complaint about, you know, like Mark Jackson or Jeff Van Gundy, okay, I can understand that. But you could complain about them. Like they have their moments, you know, but but at the same time, like even the knowledge that they bring, like even they get excited for the newer and the younger guys. Yeah. Like Yeah, they know. Yeah. And really the only person that really that you should have a gripe with is is Shaq's ass. Cause he's the only one that well, if I would play the back of my day, I'd have just I'd just back him down in the paint and dunked on him. <laughs> That's just what I would do because I'm a champion. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what he says, though. But I mean, he he ain't wrong. It's just you gotta have a better look on it, right? Yeah, but hey, what do you mean, Bear? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm a five-time champion. Different, different conferences, different eras. I'm a Hall of Famer all the time, every time, every decade, all decade, all era. I know what I'm talking about. No, I can win with Kobe. I can win with D Wade, but I, I couldn't win with LeBron. <laughs> Man, I was so excited that year. I'm a winner everywhere I go, except for when I went to Boston and Cleveland. And we don't want to talk about that time I played in Phoenix. <laughs> but I still won everywhere I went. <laughs> That's a fact. I'm trying to trying to deal with this other shit going on right now but i i just came back i was not and i'll be honest not paying attention is are you doing shack right now <laughs> what do you mean i am shack. <laughs> you didn't know shack diesel joined the show is it shack we run this the show runs on diesel power now uh, can you tell me <laughs> why shack foo was such a terrible game for sega genesis that's because it was on sega genesis <laughs> You got to use the foo with the Nintendo. Can you tell me why you made such a horrible movie called Kazam back in 96? Oh, come on, man. That was not a bad movie. Here's my problem. A lot of people think it's Shazam. I don't know what you mean. I don't remember making a movie like that. I did Worst make a great movie. movie, though. Blue Chips. <laughs> I mean, uh, I did make that movie. Kazam. Kazam was for the kids. You know, and they wanted to hand out checks, and everybody knows Shaq like Shaq like dollars, because you know you spell you can't spell Shaq without the dollar sign. I mean, Shaq was better than Sinbad in that movie. <laughs> I'm always better than Sinbad. <laughs> I'm, better. I'm the best actor ever. I'm the best big man actor. There ain't a big man out there better than me. If more big man acted like me, all big man would get paid. <laughs> the um that's okay because i like you guys i'm gonna get us some papa john's pizzas get them sent to the house <laughs> and then you know cody b i know i know that achilles ain't feeling too good so i'll give you a case of icy hot sent to you <laughs> and, and and man, and I, I just know your insurance ain't that good, so I'll hook you up with the general too while I'm at it. Right. Yeah, fair. I know you just re- refinance, finance your house. You might need some new insurance. Go to general. We do home insurance also, as well as your car. Oh dear God, Nick Gage and Chris Jericho. Why? The uh, oh. nice shirt. The um. Ah, yeah. How many? What? What are the? What? You own a uh, Shaq. You own a bunch of Five Guys, right? There isn't much that Shaq don't own because <laughs> it takes Five Guys to guard me down in the paint. <laughs> down on the block. It don't matter. It don't matter if it's Five Guys or Papa John. I'm putting my one spin move on him. I'm dunking. <laughs> one spin move. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, Shaq, how many restaurants you own? Enough to keep my pockets fat. 
<laughs> and and uh, you own that one of those pretz- Annie Ann's pretzels. You own a bunch of those, right? Oh yeah, and uh, Charles Barkley is keeping them each and every one of them in business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here you go. I, I just I just did some research on you, Shaq. You own uh, looks like this is from June. 155 Five Guys restaurants, 40 24 hour fitness center, 17 Annie Ann's pretzels, and 150 car washes. That's right. That leaves all these these lame big men no excuses, so they can get they can eat their junk and they can burn it off in the gym. And then if they need to get the car wash too, they get the car wash. They had a locker room guy go to the car wash for them while they're working out in the gym. Now, granted, I didn't spend too much time working out in the gym, because you know if I got hurt on company time, I get I get rehab on company time. You know that's pretty much why I ruined the the, the Lakers dynasty when I was out there. Uh, you know, Kobe was always upset. I couldn't stay in shape, but you know, what can I do? I was trying to build my Papa John five guys empire. You can't build that empire without trying out all the food. Which he did, man. Shaq ruined that Lakers dynasty. They could have had, they should have won five easily. So and in 04. It wouldn't yeah, matter if Carmelone got hurt. He owns nine Papa John's and a Krispy Kreme. Oh yeah, he got you covered, man. That's that's just his own. I would say that might be the one just like on his uh in the house. <laughs> Damn. He owns something else too. Um I can't remember. I think he owns like somebody's music library. Or he at least that or their masters or something. I can't remember who it is now though. It was a whole big deal. Freaking Shaq, man. My God. <sighs> well, um, NFL. So Cam Akers, your buddy, got in touch with you. Looks like I'm not keeping him this year. Yeah, I told him you can only play flag football, not football. I said flag. I put the emphasis on the flag, but he didn't want to listen. Which is crazy because apparently um, since I've gone through it and what my uh, orthopedist told me, essentially your Achilles is uh, your Achilles tendon is kind of like a um, what is it? What's the what's the ligament in your your elbow was the UCL or something Yep. that they always repair for Tommy John. Like it's just, uh, you know, it's basically it's, it's a, a time bomb. And if it goes off, then, you know, it does. But if not, consider yourself lucky. Uh, and, I mean, he he's going to be out next season. But it's crazy because he'll be back next year. I mean, that's his job to rehab. So he'll be back probably stronger than ever. What do they got right now? Daryl Henderson put them back up. I believe so. Yep. Until uh, they get, until they get Frank Gore. Until they get Frank Gore or Adrian Peterson. Or both. <laughs> I was say maybe even both. They might sign both. Why not? <laughs> oh shit. That would be great. Why not? You can get hey, Why you can get a solid seven. I told you you get a solid seven fifty out of Gore at like you said at, at three point five a pop. Right. And you, you get a solid uh, 560 and four touchdowns out of AP until he gets hurt. But, hey, it ain't bad. That's that's 1,300 yards rushing. You're good. Plus Henderson, and I'm sure it'll be somebody else. But, right. look, just like I said, Akers would be huge, but Stafford never had a running back in Detroit. So what the fuck's the difference? <laughs> right. All he had was old AP. You know, I mean – he had AP a couple years ago, or what, two seasons ago, last season? Stafford Stafford was never – Akers was going to have a down year anyways. It was good that he got hurt. It just saved a bunch of losers' fantasy relevance. 
until they try to pick him up next year. Oh yeah, that's that's going to be their wide receiving core. That's who's gonna that's who's going to uh, to be the to be the guys this year for for fantasy football for the Rams. Even though Woods and Cup have already had good years with golf, imagine what they're going to do with someone who can actually throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm telling you, if they pick up AP, you know, he's got experience playing with Stafford. Exactly. Yeah. He can block for him. I mean, AP old is dirt, but he can block still. He's getting away. Yeah. I mean, with like you said, with Henderson there too, you're right. I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be surprised at all if they got either of those guys. But you know, wait till training camp. I mean, there's plenty of time. Plenty of time. NFL season just started. Right. I would, but that's me though. I I go after him. I would and too. You get him for like, yeah, you get him for like two million dollars, three million dollars. Pay him. You could probably pay him a one-year, two million dollar contract. Throw another six million dollars worth of incentive in there. You know, hey, get a thousand yards, make the playoffs, get ten touchdowns. That shit. Get him up. I mean, hell yeah, he's gonna take that. He's already got money. Yeah. He'll be all right on an incentive deal. A straight two million guaranteed, another six million incentives. Sign the man. He would I would sign that right now. And at this point, that's about all the Rams can afford anyway. I think uh I think if McVay's listening, he needs to get a hold of uh <laughs> is it Stan Cronky still on them? Cody and I are yeah. gonna be co co GMs of Los Angeles Rams. Sign us up. Right. Sign we'll, us up. We'll split the salary. Right. We'll be like Mac and Charlie splitting salary. <laughs> the murder hawk monster. I just turned this on and I saw he threw a kendo stick and it bounced off the ropes because he didn't get yeah. it into the ring. Yeah. Bop down there, hit him in the face. Dumbass. Oh, um, man. Oh, you know, before uh, Shaq uh, joined us on the, on the call, I was going to say, um, all these uh, with the NBA, you know, all the quote unquote small market and mid market teams, you know, after Milwaukee just won this title, like they have no excuse, you know, between Milwaukee winning the title and Phoenix actually getting to the finals, you know, like there's no excuse for these team, you know, like there's not much of an excuse for a team not to make it. That's right. No, 100%. 100%. Because in all honesty, I mean, Giannis is a superstar. That's a fact. Chris right. Paul is a superstar. Chris Paul is an old superstar, but he's not. He's like right at the end of the super. If you took the superstars in the NBA, he's like the bottom of that realm. Like you're digging, right? Your right. superstars, superstars are LeBron, Steph, Giannis, Luca. I mean, those guys. Chris Paul. He's like at the bottom of that. If anything, he's probably like more second tier, honestly. Yeah. And nothing is like Chris Ball, Paul Ball is a superstar right. five years right. ago. He's just age, age is age is undefeated. So yeah. If you did like a top not yet 20 with LeBron. The, yeah. <laughs> if you did a top 20 players in the league, Chris Paul probably makes that list. Yeah. But you know, and the crazy part, you know, you have to make it to 20 people, you know, and like, how crazy is it that you had to have a conversation about maybe Chris Paul being there and Devin Booker being there? You know, Trey Young, Chris Middleton. Um, you know, like uh, DeAndre Ayton. You know, you could you could make a case he he might be up. He's on his way. If he right, he's on he's on his way. Yeah, yeah. But he's I, on his way. This is what worries me is that when when Chris Paul leaves. You're going to need someone who can flow. I don't think Aiton's going to be that good. You know, eight. I just, right. if he doesn't have a, if he doesn't have a CP3 guy who can, you know, assist, right? I don't think Aiton's right. that great. I think Chris yeah. at Aiton that he got him to that level this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And the crazy part, you know, like I think we probably talked about it too. Um, all Devin Booker really needed was an actual, you know, point guard to help him out on the perimeter. And look what happened. He got a point guard and what they do, man, it got to the finals. Mm -hmm. 
And Devin Booker really had maybe, what, one bad game the whole series, and unfortunately it was game six. But, I mean, for the most part, like, he played great. I mean, he kept him around in the last few games besides six, you know, the ones that they lost, three, four, and five. Mm -hmm. Well, four and five, three was a blowout. But four and five, he kept him around by shooting, and everyone else kind of let him down around him. But it's a young team, and no one's been there before. Chris Paul hasn't even been there before. Not one person besides Jay Crowder, I think, is the only one who's been in the finals before that. Yep. So you got to learn from it. Phoenix should be, you know, a top top fourteen. The problem is though, you got to remember next year, you got to assume Clay's going to be back and healthy. You got to assume that the Lakers. I mean, Chris Paul may be gone. I'm already hearing that Chris Paul may be going to the Lakers next year. So you got to contend with that. Yeah. Chris Paul, yeah. if that team stays where it's at, they are one hundred percent, one hundred percent a top four team in the West. Top four team in the West behind the Lakers, behind a healthy Warriors team, healthy Warriors team, and probably behind the Clippers. I mean, you got to think what the Clippers might do with yeah, a healthy Kawhi. That is true. And I was honestly, I was going to say the Jazz, um, but you're right. I, I can give the Clippers there. So either one, they could be changeable, right? Jazz and Clippers could be. Oh, Three. Yeah, but nobody around here picks the Utah Jazz. And <laughs> yeah, speaking but, of him, I don't know if we'll see him today because uh, I haven't heard from him. So, man, come on! I pulled up the Excel sheet. You know how much work that was, Jeremy. You owe me eight seconds of my day. <laughs> eight seconds. Well, let's wrap this up so we can at least cover like five minutes AEW uh, on the next show. The one thing I did want to mention was the name, image, and likeness, the nil rule changes. Uh, do you believe that uh, good old our boy from Alabama, Mr. Saban, he's saying that Bryce Young hasn't even stepped on a field and it's probably worth a million dollars at this point? You believe that? Yeah, because he probably found it for him. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. He, he, he'd give it to him. Man, right. <laughs> it's okay. Everything's legal, but yeah, no, I mean, I can see it. Yeah, and then and then the uh, the Olympics start in a couple days. Should be good. Supposed to start on what Friday? Opening ceremonies. Opening ceremonies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If it doesn't get canceled, so we will see. And yeah, uh, yeah uh, one thing I saw that uh, Pau Gasol retweeted at Kobe Bryant when he said. Uh, Something back in 2019, my man, MVP greatness, next up championship, Mamba mentality. And he said, uh, and then Pau just basically said he did it, brother. Mamba mentality, Kobe's legacy. So that's pretty cool. Pau and Kobe were close. Were they really yeah. that close? Oh, they were yeah. close. They're good friends. Yeah. yeah. I think Pau's I think Pau's wife and Vanessa were really good friends or are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They were. Uh, I think Powell's one of the kids. Is he Godfather or something? Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, they were. They were tight. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that's good for uh, you know Powell. Uh, obviously, Powell knew something. Kobe saw a lot in uh, in Giannis, so it was good to see that retweet back. And um, we'll see how things go this week. And uh, what is this? So this is now Thursday, July twenty second. Uh, as the as you are all listening to this show so thank you to wes anderson for moments in time all work clothing crandall's quality landscaping sparty steve connell barrett dating transformation.com uh happy birthday to my one and only son eight years old today grayson happy birthday buddy i love you as always good morning good afternoon good evening good night and on a and on a lighter note sadder note mark rick Former coach, bad bad time to be a college coach. Parkinson's, Bobby Bowden, 91 years old, diagnosed with a terminal medical. Probably, oh, not, much earth. Probably not much time on this earth. Bobby Bowden is one of the top five coaches in college history. Soon to be rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. Damn, you killed him already. I can't, I got nothing for that. I didn't, I didn't kill him. The doctors killed him. I say age. Yeah, terminal Here illness, you- age. 
I can I can lighten it up. Logan Paul and Anderson Silva are going to fight. There you go. There we go. And uh, happy belated parrot. Yeah, happy belated birthday parrot, and happy birthday to the Shiv on Saturday. <laughs> so happy yeah. birthday to the Shiv. But more importantly, happy birthday, Grayson. That's a lot of that's a lot of Thanksgiving Day baby. Right. That turkey makes some motherfuckers horny. I say, obviously, the turkey wasn't the only thing getting basted.